Welcome to Life with Zan. I'm your host and friend, Zan Farrow. This podcast was designed to celebrate how each of us breathe life into our own little corners of the world. Whether through work or play, it is my hope to honor the process and encourage others to do the same. Welcome to Life with Zan. and welcome back for our 10th podcast episode of the year. I'm kind of sad to see this month go by, but I'm definitely ready for the next two. There's something about the mentality around this time of year that I really enjoy. Intentional moments, quality time, and early evenings in are at the top of my list. Give me all the cozy throw blankets, I'll light a candle, and maybe stay in to watch a movie. It somehow feels more acceptable this time of year to do this, even though this is how I prefer to spend my time all year long. There's a certain surrender when it comes to both November and December. Those rhyme. The end of the year is coming closer, and while we can attempt to hold on tightly to this time, or control or change what might occur, we really get so much more out of a surrender. I always feel the need to preface by stating that this is in no way me saying to give up on something you're working toward or throw in the towel on a great idea. My only goal is to be a reminder of how much power, time, and energy you truly have. And if you could do anything with those resources, where would you put them? Just thinking like this can feel a little bit daunting, so let's bring play into the mix. Where are we putting our resources? Are you planning a trip to visit loved ones? Will you be taking intentional time off to spend with the people you love? Are you focused on hitting a goal at work in November and December? What is it that you'd like to do with this time? And how do you want to feel while doing it? That's the magic question, right? How do we want to feel? Sometimes there's a certain kind of guilt there. Oh, I want to feel successful, or I want to feel rested, and I want everyone around me to feel like I was able to give them intentional time. That last one's definitely a big one for me personally. So I looked up the definition of surrender because sometimes my brain needs a touch point to get started. A lot of the descriptions of the word are very military-based, as in, waving the white flag during a battle. I don't personally resonate with the idea of life being a battle. It's a privilege that I feel this way and can say that. While also making an intentional decision not to label life as a battle going forward. As for the concept of waving the white flag, I'm so in. I love waving the white flag. 10 p.m. and you're ready to leave the party? Wave the flag. Get home from a long, exhausting grocery store shopping trip and don't have the energy to cook anything you bought? Wave the white flag and order takeout. Why the hell not? What's so wrong with surrendering? The Merriam-Webster definition of surrender is to yield to the power, control, or possession of another upon compulsion or demand. Sure, there might be a part of you that's at war with the idea of hosting the holidays or not being able to take time off 
or successfully meeting everyone's dietary restrictions with your signature dish. A lot of this involves other people, your family, friends, boss, whomever. But I'm seeing a pattern, and I know that the area in which I struggle the most with surrender is when the battle is me versus me. I know the answer to this isn't that I need to surrender to myself or my ego or my bad attitude on that particular day. So what exactly is it that we're surrendering to anyway? And what will we even get out of it? This brings us back to our favorite question. How do you want to feel? I know what you're thinking. That's a silly question, Zan. Of course I want to feel rich and hot. Who doesn't? I mean, those things sound nice, and we can work towards those. But for now, let's focus on November and December. In the holidays you have approaching, in the resources you have to spare, how do you want to experience it all? Besides feeling rich and hot, of course. So maybe we're moving into feelings like cozy, nostalgia, well-rested, or just plain happy. There's nothing wrong with saying that. It's a good thing to want, happiness. It might feel silly to say, but I do believe there's a secret in actively pursuing happiness. In order to have these feelings like coziness, nostalgia, rest, or happiness, to what and to whom do we need to surrender? Who and what is standing between us and that feeling? Yes, there will always be deadlines and work and traffic, and less than fun relatives, so we can't really place the blame there, can we? Who is making us feel like we cannot have all of the things we want? If this is somebody else's idea, then you're accepting their ideas as truth. And if it's not them who had the original idea, it's probably you. So in both cases, it's you. As in... Whether it was your original thought or not, if you decide it's your reality, then it is. It's like that Eleanor Roosevelt quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. As in, you're accepting their ideas, thoughts, and limitations as truth and taking them on as your own. So how do we surrender now that we know we're often the thing standing between us and the good feelings we're looking for? If we don't take on the burden and the pressure, then who will? How will anything get done? Will the world fall apart? Thankfully, no. Not one of us is that powerful alone. You can wrap a hundred presents perfectly and layer them under the tree with an immense amount of pressure on yourself. But if you feel awful the entire time and barely enjoy the holiday, then what's the point? I see surrender as an act of complete faith without knowing all the details or a guaranteed end result. You're acknowledging that whatever you're wanting might look different than you thought. The way you've been doing things up until this point wasn't getting you where you wanted to be. So you're releasing control and welcoming in something new. This has definitely been my experience when it comes to coaching. It felt for so long that being a coach had to look one way or would only work a certain way. But what did I really know before I got started? Not much at all, except a desire to coach. 
For some time, I've done one-on-one coaching and created a self-led course, which has been great. I love it. I get to support my people and they're getting the help they need all as well, right? Deep down, I knew there were more areas of coaching I wanted to explore. There are different ways to work with you, my people, that would be exciting and a bit outside of my comfort zone. But I've been pretty scared of the idea. The human brain likes to create unnecessary drama in places like this. I've come up with many what-ifs to distract me from moving forward. Well, what if nobody wants to take part in something like this? What if they hate it? What if they decide I'm the worst and tell all their friends I'm the worst and then everyone knows I'm really the worst? Our egos have a field day in this arena. Mine definitely did, so I went ahead and avoided it. We like to do that. I kept on working the way I had, but that little voice kept creeping in, being like, this is different, but it could be fun. And your community might love it. And you might be, and it might be the best thing you ever did. But then my ego would get scared and want to run and hide, and the cycle would continue. This has gone on for well over a year now. Like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other, and at this point, I've got whiplash. Whenever a client of mine finds themselves in a position where they feel torn between two things, I ask them to either journal, sit with the concept, meditate on it for a while, and welcome the concept of ease and simplicity in the moment. I always encourage someone to ask themselves questions like, if the answer was super simple, what would it be? And if it was an easy decision, which would I choose? Reframing the way we look at two options is so helpful. So I went ahead and tried this experiment on myself. I knew I wanted to bring back my connected sessions in a new way. This is a big hint and felt that whiplash feeling on the how and what ifs of it all. This is no place to create something great from, by the way. If you're feeling that uphill battle feeling, then you're likely not creating really magical stuff. That's not to say that putting something magical out into the world cannot have an uphill battle. I'm talking specifically about the creative process. We get our best ideas in flow. And for me, this meant I had to do the thing that I was avoiding for so long. It was time for me to surrender. If I was going to rework the connected sessions, then I wanted it to be right. I wanted it to feel aligned and fun and forward thinking. So I set the intentions for the answer to come to me, for it to be made easy and obvious. And sure enough, I kept getting signs. It was time to coach in a way I never had, and I was nervous about it. My ego shut the idea down really quick. My ego said, no thank you, goodbye, it was nice knowing ya, this is scary, not safe, adios. But then I kept getting more signs. People kept talking to me about it, and asking me about it, and if I'm being honest, it was getting kind of annoying. Like... Why won't the idea leave me alone? Your girl wasn't ready. All of this led up to the week before this episode goes out. 
and during one of my journaling sessions, the word surrender popped up into my head. Ugh, seriously? I've been working so hard, and you want me to stop? Do nothing? It almost feels insulting. As the day went on, I kept playing with the idea. What would surrender look like here? If I surrendered to the thing that scared me a little bit, what's the worst thing that could happen? Does this feel easy? Does this feel obvious? Could it be that simple? I'm afraid to say the answer was yes. Right on cue, my ego is nervous and unsure, but my intuition is bubbly and excited. Why are we like this? Why does this scary and outside-the-box thing make so much sense sometimes? If it feels right, why must we resist it so much? Surrender can actually feel nice, especially when it means ordering takeout or finally letting a teammate help you on a project you were too stubborn to accept help on in the first place. Where in your life could you use a little surrender right now? For me, it looks like reintroducing my connected sessions in a group setting, as in live coaching calls with multiple people, as in getting to take part in this session and interact as a community. The last year and a half has left me looking at how I want to spend my time and how I would like to feel going into November and December. This led me to the three session topics I'm offering connection, calm, and clarity. Three things March 2020 to the present day I really had to work toward. Three areas I really had to do some internal work in. I cannot wait to share my findings with all of you. Surrendering can be a frightening feeling. We feel so attached to an outcome or how something unfolds that we're missing so much of the present moment. These connected sessions have been designed to guide you through these next two months, both in releasing the old and welcoming something new that feels really good going into 2022. Our first session, All About Connection, will be on Thursday, November 11th. That's 11-11. We will be focusing on our attachments and how you can determine which connections add value to your life and how to set aside the rest. Seats will be open on Monday, November 1st. I'm excited to welcome this moment of surrender. While it feels so uncomfortable and awkward to step into something unknown, it is the foundation to moving forward. We have so much opportunity to create and live intentionally. I cannot wait to get started. I love you all, and I'll see you in the sessions. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Life with Zan. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you like what you hear, go ahead and rate and review the podcast to give Life with Zan a little boost. I'll see you next month.